Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Be warned. The ones you pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is. You may create drink envy because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Complied with by all, by the formal, the formal declaration should be according to our rules by the caucus. That's why the designation is by the caucus. Now, as the father of the house, definitely the communication will also have to come to me so that we don't have any person among the caucus upstage the caucus. People don't just get up and say, I have now been designated as the leader of the caucus. There should be evidence and that evidence is in my hands the process of consultation, deeper consultation, and the House should be formally informed. And so I have that formal information, and together with leadership, we decided that we should detail out this process so that transitions in the House be completely seen as not one of Um, anger, not one of acrimony, not one upstaging another, but a very harmonious and seamless process. And this is why we decided to do what we are doing. But I will read the communication to you, but there are some kernels of wisdom in the communication too. And as you know, It's only God is all-knowing. That is the only wise creator by himself. The rest of us is a pieces of his wisdom he shared with us. So we have a bit of it each. And it's when we put them together that maybe ours can be nearer what he has. And so I'll read it for you to see how the party wanted me to know And if anybody tried to sabotage or upstage anything on the floor, I should not be part of it. So the party wrote to me by a letter dated February 23rd, 2024, and signed 
by the General Secretary Justine Kudia Frenkom. He says, and I read, Right Honorable Speaker, subject, notification of changes in the majority caucus leadership. Respectfully, on behalf of the National Council of the Governing New Patriotic Party, NPP, I write to inform you of the recent changes in the leadership of the majority caucus in Parliament in accordance with Order 6 of the Standing Orders of Parliament 2024 as interpreted by your good self. As we explained in your interpretation of Order 6 on February 21, 2024, the designation of parliamentary leaders is a collaborative process that involves both the parliamentary caucus and the respective political parties. This understanding has guided our decision-making process in the recent reshuffle. In this spirit, and after considerable deliberation within our party and consultation with the majority caucus, we have designated the following honorable members to the leadership positions on the majority front bench. One, majority leader, Honorable Alexander Afenio Markin, MP for Efutu. Two, Deputy Majority Leader, Honorable Patricia Akejei, MP for Asokwa. Three, Majority Chief Whip, Honorable Frank Anno Dompre, MP for Insaum Adwajiri. Four, First Deputy Majority Whip. Honorable Habib Idrisu, MP for Tolong. Five, Second Deputy Majority Whip. Honorable Alex Tete Yonubwa, MP for Shefi Akutumbra. These appointments follow the stepping down of Honorable Oseiche Mensa Bunsu, MP for Swami, from his role as Majority Leader and the nomination of Honorable Lydia Siriam Alassan, MP for Ayahuasca West Wagon, by His Excellency President Nana Adodankwa Akufado as Minister Designate for Sanitation and Water Resources. The National Council, in consultation with the Majority Caucus, has taken great care to ensure these changes are in line with the legal and democratic principles that underpin our parliamentary democracy. We respectfully request your kind assistance in formalizing these appointments and 
reiterate our commitment to the effective functioning of Parliament under your distinguished leadership. Thank you, Right Honourable Speaker, for your guidance and support. Yours sincerely, Justine Kudia Frimpong, General Secretary. Honourable Members, this will definitely be part of the Hansard. We have in our statement both the Algon Majority Leader and my good self giving some corrections to some portions of this communication. And the other one I will add is that we don't have any designation in Parliament as First Deputy Majority Chief Whip. We don't have that. We have First Deputy Majority Whip, not Chief. And the same, we don't have Second Deputy Majority Chief Whip. We have Second Deputy Majority Whip. And this is clearly stated in Order 21 of the new standing orders under presidents in the House. It's not only from outside, even some of you in making references to these office holders also make the same mistake. So let's get it right. I will now give opportunity to the minority leader, minority leader, to at least say a word. Right, Honorable Speaker, I thank you for the opportunity to bid our respected former colleague and counterpart from across the aisle, the Honorable Former Majority Leader, and a Member of Parliament for Swami, a befitting farewell as you officially exit the majority front bench. So, Speaker, news of his unexpected resignation hit all of us on the night of Wednesday, 21st February 2024 as we continue to ponder over how this House will overcome the huge void that he has created by his untimely exit from leadership. We cannot help, Mr. Speaker, but respect his decision to take a bow. Without a doubt, right, Honorable Speaker, the venerable former leader of this House will be fondly missed. Just like your good self, right, Honorable Speaker, your contemporary, the Honorable OKMB, has left a mark and a permanent footprint that will probably prove difficult to surpass in the annals of our legislation for years to come. I dare say, right, Honorable Speaker, that his knowledge and experience of parliamentary practice and procedures can be matched by very few members of Parliament. Having been a Deputy Majority Leader, Chief Whip, Majority Chief Whip, of course, Deputy Majority Leader, 
Leader and Minister of State for Parliamentary Affairs, Minority Leader, Majority Leader, and Minister for Parliamentary Affairs. He rose full cycle through all the ranks of both minority and majority front bench of this August House. Many include my good self, who attest to his leadership style, brilliance, rigor, and attention for detail, his unique, humane, and personable nature that has always commended by most people. Mr. Speaker, as he leaves the majority front bench now, towards his final bow, my earnest wish is that he will be kind to avail his wealthy experience and knowledge to members of this house from both sides to tap in. This house, by extension, the good people of Ghana, are exceedingly grateful for his illustrious, selfish, and patriotic service to the people of Ghana. We thank selfless, selfless, and patriotic service to the people of Ghana. We take this opportunity to wish him manifold of God's blessing and very best in his endeavors. So, Speaker, as I take my seat, I also wish to welcome and congratulate my colleague, my new colleague, and a friend, the Honorable Afenio Makin, as he takes his seat as the majority leader. So, Speaker, no more ayato. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Honourable members, let's now listen to the Honourable Alexander Athenio Markin, the new majority leader, make his maiden speech as majority leader. speaker, colleagues in leadership, colleague members of parliament, parliamentary staff, our friends in the media. Today is a day in my life that I never saw it coming. My journey in life has been very checkered. It's been rough. And sometimes it's as if there's going to be no light at the end of the tunnel. But today, I stand before you with profound humility and great honor to say that the party NPP 
has honored me to be the primus of this great chamber. Mr. Speaker, I take the opportunity here to share a few words. As a member of Efutu, a member of Parliament for Efutu, and a proud son of Winneba in the central region and chairman in the Volta region of Ghana, my long journey to this podium, as you may be well aware, received a lot of setbacks. Mr. Speaker, in 2004, when I first won my primaries, just two days to the filing at the EC, the elders of Winneba said I was too young to be an MP. The opportunity was taken away from me. In 2008, I contested, and the result was 22-22. The regional executives of the party said that the then MP was a member of the constituency executive committee, therefore he had a casting vote. You can imagine the result. He voted for himself 23-22. I lost the chance. We were three that year. Honorable Kweku Kwating, Honorable Joe Wise, Joe Osewusu, and my Gusa, the speaker, we formed the One Vote Alliance. The elders of Ifutu prevailed upon me to accept the bitter pill, which I did. But proud to this, I contested as an assemblyman when a 204 bid failed. Because an elderly man in Winneba said, in politics, you don't give up. So I won, served two terms as an assemblyman, and got elected as a presiding member in Ifutu. 2012, when I finally got the nod to lead the party in Ifutu, none had confidence in my ability to win. In fact, I went to President Kufo, pleaded to get an elderly face to speak for me in Winneba. In the end, Honorable Hakman Owusu-Ajima sacrificed to be in Winneba and talk to the people. Honorable Stephen Asamoabwati joined later when we did our house to house. By the grace of God, I won. Mr. Speaker, in 2016, I worked so hard in Efutu, and when my party had the opportunity to govern, I had great expectation. My expectation was to be part of the success story. But that was not my time. Mr. Speaker, young colleagues who had just joined us in this chamber had the privilege of being cabinet ministers. And I recall that even at committee level, I was neither a vice chair nor a chair of any committee. I never complained. I worked so hard. I was nominated to ECOWAS Parliament. When I got to Abuja, there was crisis because one of our colleagues intended to continue 
and we had only eight slots, not nine. The situation was becoming embarrassing. I had to, on my own accord, resign. And I came back home, expected to be honored with a position, at least at committee level, that did not happen. I never complained. Mr. Speaker, I continue to work hard to serve this party. I continue to sacrifice my all for this party. And today, the saying that rising to eminence by merit, you live respected, has come true. I thank my party for this great honor. Mr. Speaker, in 2013, when I entered the House, this House was full of great men and women. Rising to speak was a problem. I recall that even getting the confidence to correct the spelling of my name was a problem. So I will see the vote and proceedings and just walk. But a friend, a brother, gave me. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este. Comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Doctor Mark S.B. A true brother, a selfless brother, who believed in teamwork, called me one day when I was in Winnipeg. That Kwame and I come to Parliament, we are debating the budget. I said, "How would I start?" He said, "Come, I prepare some note for you." We sat at the back bench, and I made that effort. I was so scared. What if I make a mistake? What if I slip? But Kwame and I, Mark Isebiyabo said, "You can do it." Go on, I've done mine, and it happened. I thank you, Mark. How I wish you were here with me. I miss you dearly. You are a true brother. You are selfless, and you made it happen. Mr. Speaker, Honourable Mr. Jetro is a man today. If I pass him by, then indeed I have been ungrateful. There is a man who adopted me as his own. I call him Osofo. He, together with other parliamentary staff, gave me the needed guide. When we are filing questions, he will correct you how to lend the, the standing orders and all. Mr. Jetro would always avail his time to support. Mr. Jetro, you and your staff, I am grateful to you. You made me who I am today. Mr. Speaker, my professor, who taught me at the Ghana Law School, former leader of this house, Kumbo, Honorable Papa Wusan Kuma, now Ambassador and High Commissioner to the United Kingdom, the late Iti Mesa. Mr. Speaker, these were great men and women, great men I came to meet here, who supported me and did everything to guide my thoughts. Now, Mr. Speaker, let me go to my predecessor. Mr. Speaker, I see prophecy come true. In my early days, I received a call from Honorable Obi Amor, 
that leader was traveling all the way to Hanoi, Vietnam, and he was supposed to be part of the trip, but for some reasons, he could not make it. And he has requested that I join leader in his stead. Mr. Speaker, upon arrival in Hanoi, in one of the nights, Honorable S.J. Mensa had a good discussion with me. He advised that I stay close to the standing orders. And he realized that many people don't pay attention to the standing orders. He added that if you do it well and you discipline yourself, perhaps you may succeed me. You may never know. Mr. Speaker, when we got to Kenya for a long transit, we again had this conversation. And in this conversation, he repeated saying, Today is a day. Honorable Minority Leader, let me assure you that we're going to have a time of bipartisanship. I want to assure you of my commitment. The situation is when you are playing number five, you are the defender, you are supposed to be abrasive. But now as a striker, I cannot use that strategy. So there will be no more A at all. We are going to work together. Because the happiness and the unity of this house shall materially depend on me. And I cannot afford to allow rancor to prevail. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, the venerable, the venerable, Mr. Speaker, the venerable MP for Swami, Honorable Oseche Minsabunso, is an institution, no doubt. It's a big shoe I'm going to wear. And I recall. Harun Eseku telling me that MPP is not easy to be a leader. And I know behind me are professors, doctors, lawyers, businessmen. They know it. It's going to be tough. But colleagues, I call on your cooperation. I call on your support. And I also, Mr. Speaker, invoke the support and blessing of those ascendant leaders of this house to endure me with such fortitude not to fail in this hour of trial but walk through the valley of the shadow of death and rise like the stars in heaven Mr. Speaker I have assumed the leadership of this house at the time that this government is facing critical economic situation. Mr. Speaker, we've been struck with post-COVID consequences. We are having situation in Ukraine and Russia where, Mr. Speaker, world trade is being disrupted. So no government is having it easy. But, Mr. Speaker, I want to assure my colleagues that together 
I will be committed into ensuring that we work hard to break the eight. Honorable Minority Leader, I just want to plead that in this hallowed chamber, let us do everything we can to promote democracy. Let us assure our people that we don't fight in this chamber. That in this chamber, we discuss issues, we deliberate without personalizing it. I promise you that. And even as we go out there to talk to our people, let us make them understand that the essence of democracy is to discuss ideas. After all, both parties have had the opportunity to govern this country before. You are coming back seeking the mandate with your old records. Which records we know? We are coming in with our existing records and our new visionary leader, which you know. So, Mr. Speaker, let's set out the issues and make sure that the right things are done to ensure that we sustain this democracy. Mr. Speaker, I shall conclude by thanking you exceedingly for your wise counsel. Mr. Speaker, you took me as a son. Mr. Speaker, in moments of depression, you were there for me. In moments of difficulty, I came to you for advice, especially when expectations were not being met. We traveled to Cote d'Ivoire, we traveled to Togo, we traveled to Uganda. In all of these, your advice was one. Your time will come. Have patience. Mr. Speaker, I thank you for that fatherly role you played in my life. And I want to promise you that I will not let you down. The job is difficult, it's challenging, but the God that made it possible for you to survive, and the God that made it possible for my predecessor to survive, will make it possible for your son, Kwamena Afenyo Market, to survive. Mr. Speaker, not the least, not the least, let me thank my wife for her support. Mr. Speaker, being in public life, I married my wife when I was only 22, 23, and she was 23, 22. Mr. Speaker, I started public life very early, and most of the time, you have to leave for whenever, come midnight, go back, run your business, go to court, and all. Mr. Speaker, through it all, my wife, Diane Nanama Frimpoma, has been with me. I thank her for her support. It's not easy. We've done 21 years and still counting. And I know that the Lord would make it possible for me to deliver my new duty with their support. Mr. Speaker, without more, I shall thank you. I shall thank you for the opportunity. I want to thank my colleagues.
So that was Alexander Fenyomakin who has uh, taken over the leadership baton uh, from Oseiche Mensa Bunsu as majority leader. Earlier, Oseiche Mensa Bunsu officially announced to the House of his official resignation as the majority leader of parliament, handing over to Alexander Fenyomakin. He admitted that usually these kinds of uh, reshuffle uh, bring about rancors, but he says it shouldn't be so. And he thanked his colleagues for all the support they've given him over the period, also asking his colleagues from the NPP side to give the same support to the new crop of leadership of the majority. Alexander Fenyomakin's on his path has also been rallying support of his colleagues to be able to continue from where Oseche Mensa Bonso left. Earlier you have the Speaker of Parliament who also uh, congratulated Oseche Mensa Bonso for all the work he's done over the period and also encouraged him and said that was a bold step he took and he really did the needful by actually officially uh, coming to announce his resignation to the House after all the confusion that was out there. You have the minority leader that Dr. Kassiela Toforsin also speaking about this reshuffle. He said that Osechi Mensa Bunso has been a gem over the period. He's also expecting Afenyo Marking to bring the same fire on board. And he's uh, also registered his willingness to work with the new crop of leadership. I've been joined by Kwekwa Sante, who is Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent, who's been monitoring this from day one since we heard that rumor. Kwekwa Sante, uh, today the majority leader himself has officially communicated to the House uh, his resignation as majority leader. How have his colleagues been responding and reacting to this? Well, Aisha, earlier on this morning, there was a news conference. One of the members of parliament of the government New Patriotic Party spoke to us at the school and gave us an inkling of what was to come. And so all this, we have been able to, I mean, know that these were the issues that were going to come up. In fact, this was the first time that an insider was talking about percentages are being removed, although publicly everyone had talked about a resignation. Of course, we understand that this was all done to ensure that the, 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 the cracks will be papered over so that it will not affect the course of, of, of the new patriotic part. It's been a little emotional. Oseche Mensa Bunsu came in today, sat on his chair, he's what he has majority leader, and he was he, he when he had, when he delivered his, his, his exit address, then ushered in Alexander Fenomarkin to now sit in that black chair as you see in your shot. And so for the first time in this parliamentary street, we have the two leaders, all in their forties, all from the central region. Quite a historic moment in Parliament. Very young people who have been thrust into the line of leadership in Parliament, and so Secretary Sabos has gone through that about the opportunity that this Parliament has given him to serve, and he's he's he willing, like I said, to rally all his support, all his colleagues to back Secretary uh, to back Alexander Fenyomakin in the new role that he has taken on. And so it's 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 been an incredible day, Parliament, emotional evening for so many persons. There were. There's still a lot of people in the majority leadership side who don't really back this new chain, but have to appear. They have to acquaint. They have to rally behind or say chairman. They have to rally behind Alexander Fenomarkin as new leader of the caucus. And so that has been it in the House. The minority leader has also delivered his remarks. I mean, telling us, uh, uh, Alexander Fenomarkin what to expect and how they are going to work together, how they should come together 
and ensure that the good people of Ghana get what is due them. And so the Speaker of Parliament is still on the floor now, and we expect that in the coming hours, the House will move on to do other business. It's obvious that Alexander Senior Marking has taken up a very huge task uh, considering what Osechi Mensa Bunso has done over the period. What's the sense you get from his colleagues, uh, whether they feel he has what it takes to actually uh, execute this huge task? Well, so even before this announcement was officially made today, we are speaking to both members on the majority and minority side and one thing is clear, even among NDCABs, they believe that Alexander Fenyomakin has what it takes. I mean, within the last three years that he has been deputy majority leader, he has been able to lead the house sometimes when Osei Mensabuns is not around. We are told he's been able to rally his caucus, rally them when the going got tough, when certain things needed to be done. He has done all those things. So you get that sense that even from among the NDCMBs, they believe that Alexander Fenyomakin is well cut out to do this job is properly well-vexed with the rules of the house and will be able to take on the shoes. Of course, replacing of Sergei Mensah-Bonsu is no only a job. He is such an experienced leader. For the last 24 years, he has been in leadership one way or the other and is, is an institution when it comes to parliamentary practice. And so Alexander Fenyomakin taking over that is huge and he has, he has appears to that himself. And he says he's willing and ready to learn. He wants his colleagues to support him and get him on board to be able to, to deliver on the, on the goodness of, of the majority side. And so he, he is honored that the new patriotic party has found him worthy of leadership. And as far as he's concerned, he's willing and ready to do all he can to ensure that government business go to the house successfully. Gokwa Sante is our parliamentary correspondent in Parliament. A lot more will be happening in Parliament today. As you can see, uh, it's been something that has taken the House itself by surprise. Definitely a lot more reactions will be coming from today, as we've heard from Osei Chairman Sabunsu. Yesterday, we heard Osei Chairman Sabunsu saying he will speak to you on Friday. Has he spoken with you personally? All right, we, we lost Kwekwa Sante there. Definitely there's more we're bringing from the House. But earlier, the National Council of the Governing New Patriotic Party unanimously confirmed the names constituting the new leadership in the majority of Parliament. This confirmation was made after an emergency meeting held earlier. Listening to National Organizer of the NPP, Henry Nanabuachi, defending that decision to reconstitute the majority and insisting the outgoing majority leader, Seche Mensa Bonsu, voluntarily resign. The National Council has approved um, the following names for to constitute the leadership of Parliament. Honourable Alexander Afenyo Marken will be our new majority leader. Um, we know the experience he's coming with. He's a very dedicated, sharp, committed, intelligent young man. And he's taking over from, he's, I mean, this is a huge shoes. Honorable Chairman Sabunsu, um, his commitment and his uh, intellect when it comes to parliamentary duties will be celebrated, not only in Ghana, but across the globe. Um, so Honorable Afenyomaken will take his place as the new majority leader. And then we have another affable lady, um, mother for all, very welcoming, very warm person, Honorable Patricia Apejei, um, who is the MP for Asokwa, will be the deputy majority leader. We have the chief whip, 
Uh, it is still Honorable Anodon Pre, who is the MP for Insawam Adwajiri. Honorable Patricia PJ is the MP for Asokwa. Um, we have um, Honorable Alexander Fenyomakin, MP for Efutu. And then, um, we again, the de first deputy whip will be the MP for um, Tolon, Honorable Habib Idrisu will be will still be in fact he used to be the first deputy um or first um deputy speaker uh, sorry and then we have another new face a new addition in the person of the mp um for akontomra honorable alex tete the national organizer of the NPP, Nana B. Now, Movement for Change leader Alan Chairman Ting has begun a tour of some of the major markets in the greater Accra region. The tour, which started at the Makala market, is the former trade minister's way of introducing himself to voters in the various markets. Some of the enthusiastic supporters have been speaking to join us. We can go live to our reporter, Kenneth GC, for updates on this tour. Kenneth, what has Alan Chairman Ting been saying to these market folks. Alan Chamadin has been urging them to ditch the MPP and NDP and vote him to pass to transform the country. He says uh, since we began uh, the fourth republic in 1992 it's been ruled by the NDP and the NDP but they've done nothing to transform the country. He's currently at Abutokai in a closed door meeting with the spare sharing his ideas for them when it's voted into power. I mean, he's been to Makola, he's been to Tudu, another major market that the country telling them that change is coming. They should change their ways of voting as though the Indian Alakshamatin into power. And what has been the reaction of the market uh, folks to Alan Chermantin's uh, messages? Well, the market women especially are very uh, you know, excited about Alan's uh, tour of the various markets. They say he has suffered enough it is time. He should be given the opportunity. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. To, to rule the country as well, we recall that uh, uh, he left the New Patriotic Party somewhere last year after, uh, you know, he failed to win the uh, bid to lose the party to the 2024 general election. So the market women say they're going to vote for him because they feel like he served the SEC for long. He should have been named the presidential candidate. And that never happened. And now that he's going, they feel he's the right man to lead Ghana from 2024 and beyond. Can I just a man following Alan Chairman saying we'll bring you more from his tour of marketplaces uh, for you. Let's take a break on joining today. When we return, we'll bring you business. <laughs> Across Africa, 
A new era has begun. Shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with the one purpose to create and share opportunities to grow. tomorrow, built by our dreams and our energy. Across our continent, across the world, we are creating a better way to a better future. A pan-African future, together. Ecobank, a better way, a better Africa. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm, that's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex <laughs> <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? into a new era of news consumption with myjoyonline.com your go-to destination for cutting-edge journalism giving you the most credible stories from business to politics and from sports to entertainment myjoyonline.com introduces an upgraded news website meticulously designed to empower you with an enriched browsing experience like never before experience the future of news browsing with myjoyonline.com Welcome, let's do some business stories with me, Emma Davis. Delta Airlines has dispelled assertions that aircrafts that ply the Africa route, especially Ghana, are outmoded or not fit for purpose. Lately, there have been some misconceptions largely on social media about the lack of regard for the African and Ghanaian market. But Managing Director of uh, International Communications for Delta Airlines, Rasan Johnson, tells Joy Business, Delta Airlines is committed to the safety and well-being plus comfort of our customers including those traveling from ghana he spoke to my colleague mfa apau delta is the first of all most awarded airline in the united states of america for several years for at least 10 years delta has had the highest rankings in customer service customer satisfaction reliability fewest cancellations, most on-time performance. For customers in Ghana specifically, our focus is to maintain what is a very high level 
of customer satisfaction already. Customers who travel on Delta out of Accra give us some of our highest customer satisfaction rankings throughout Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. So we have a wide-ranging fleet of airplanes that travel all throughout our system. There is no airplane that we fly to Ghana that we don't fly to Tahiti within the United States, to South America, to Europe, and to everywhere else. The 767-300 airplane that we fly to Ghana carries some of our highest paying customers on routes between New York and Los Angeles, for example. It carries our vacationers going from Los Angeles to, to Tahiti. It carries business travelers going from Atlanta to Bogota. So the aircraft that we fly to and from Ghana is the right size aircraft for us to be financially successful in Ghana. What we want to do is to have a strong business that allows us to give the right amount of service to the community so that we can fly that route every day, so that we can fly that route and be successful. The alternative is a larger airplane for fewer flights a day or for fewer day, fewer flights per week or fewer weeks per month or fewer months per year. We want to provide the level of convenience and options and service. And I'm happy to say we've had no cancellations between Accra and the United States since September. Now, we've had two long delays, that's too, too many, but we will always do what is safe, and our dispatch reliability, the, the, the rate at which those airplanes are scheduled to go and go, is higher than it is in many of our international That will be all for business. I am Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. The news continues. Please stay. As we sports now, only join news today with me, Muftar Nabila Abdullah. In the next few hours, the Black Queens of Ghana will engage Zambia in an Olympic qualifier at the Accra Sports Stadium. Head coach of the team, Nora Hopto, is confident the girls are ready for the next step. There's more in the full report by my colleague, Lawrence Beidou. The Queens will look to make another step closer to achieving their Olympic tickets with a game against Zambia on Friday. All 23 players were involved in the team's final training session at the Accra Sports Stadium on Thursday. After overcoming challenges in Guinea and Benin, the senior women's national team will look to control the threats of the Copper Queens. Ghana's head coach, Nora Hapto, acknowledges the task ahead in their third round of qualifier and says that the girls are ready for the next step. Well, uh, we face the third round in Olympics uh, and we have uh, a home game. Um, Zambia, of course, uh, is a big opponent. They have been on the World Cup. Uh, they played uh, 21 games last year. Uh, they have good individual players. Um, so I think they must win and we want to win. <laughs> and we want to face the top individual players, uh, of course, with uh, a top team. 
this is our credo for tomorrow and we are um, yeah, working properly this week and uh, excited that we can start tomorrow. One player who has dominated this week is Charlton Athletics Frida AC who looks certain to get into the team starting lineup for the game. The Swiss trainer believes the English-born Ghanaian is keen to represent the Black Queens. Yes, we are uh, most proud that we have with Frida the next uh, player in on the mission Volta step by step. Uh, we work in um, to find also Ghanaians. Uh, Frida is from, from England but has um, Ancaster from Ghana and, and she's proud to play for our country. This is uh, the basic thing they need to bring. She's a very good footballer. As soon as she has the ball in the foot, um, the game will start. You hopefully will see tomorrow. Um, and we work also on other four or five players. It's a process to bring them in um, but I'm proud um, that she commit and she, her heart is beating for Ghana. Despite the absence of key players such as Cynthia Collan, Princella Edubia and Alice Kusi, the team is optimistic about a positive result against Zambia on Friday. A full house at the Accra Sports Stadium for the Black Queens in their final training session. History not far from being achieved. Nora Hapto has done so well. But the game against Zambia will be a real test as to whether the Black Queens are ready for the next step or the Copper Queens will advance. Lawrence Beidou from the Accra Sports Stadium for Joy Sports. The game kicks off at 5 p.m. and you can have access to it for free at the Accra Sports Stadium. And uh, as the Black Queens will be in action, Midiama will also be playing Alali in the CAF Champions League. And their technical director, Evans Augustine Odette, says that they will not underrate Alali. Uh, using my strength against them, talking of tiredness or whatever. Well, I don't know. We are ready for tomorrow. This is the date scheduled for the game. We are ready for tomorrow. Should maybe Carl postpone the date, fine, we'll go to the situation. But all that I know is we are playing against Ali Ali tomorrow. We are not going to underrate the position. We want to make sure that we say the third point is very important for media preparation. Since operation, we've engaged three opponents. And as I speak, uh, I'm 70, 80% sure that my team's ready for other tomorrow. So far, so far it's gone. It's not part of the team. And I told you, any coach has taken over. He knows how the situation looks like. As I speak, this has been a discussion we've been going through. And Nebo is sure that. We also have somebody in the law. We have other two, three attackers to maybe step in the shoes of Sua. Let's hope tomorrow we can come up as big as artists by most pointing for Dreams FC will also play Club African on Sunday in a Calf Confederation Cup game. Uh, they are currently second in their group. This is our wrap-up sports here on Joy News Today. I am Muftar Nabila Abdullah.
Time checkout was making headlines elsewhere. United States has announced more than 500 new sanctions against Russia over its invasion of Ukraine and the death in custody of the opposition figure Alexei Navalny. The sanctions will target individuals connected to Navalny's imprisonment and Russia's war machine. It is unclear what impact sanctions will have on Russia's economy. In a statement, President Biden said the sanctions will ensure Russian President Vladimir Putin pays an even steeper price for his aggression abroad and repression at home. The sanctions mark a week since Navalny died in an Arctic Circle jail. Mr. Biden has said there can be no doubts the Russian president was to blame. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.